BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We'd love to get an ID from you if we if we could saying you're right, listening to talking. I metal. swear to God, I'm 45. But why? What do you need my ID for? No, oh, no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he was pulling out his driver's license. Yeah, I, we need we need a photocopy just for uh, <laughs> legal reasons. But. I understand. What would you like me to say, guys? Uh, who you are and where you're from, and you're listening to talking metal. I am Dan Lorenzo from the Cursed Hades Nonfiction and who knows what else, and I love the show Talking Metal, which is what you are listening to right now. What's up, Robin X? This is Billy Milano from SOD and MOD, and you're listening to Talking Metal. This is Chris. And Maria from In This Moment, and you're listening to Talking Metal. All right. Hey, this is Chris from Lamb of God, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hello, this is Tony Iommi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. This is John Schaefer from Iced Earth, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. <laughs> yeah, this is Jim Brewer, and you're listening to Talking Metal! Hi, this is Ian Hill from Judas Priest, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Vince you're rocking with Talking Metal! Fucking it! Everybody, this is Gilby Clark, and we're Talking Metal. Hi, this is Phil Cohen from Def Leppard, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is John Five from Rob Zombie, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Alex Grossi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Biatch. Broadcasting around the world, around the world, around the world, from Jersey City, New Jersey. This is the Talking Metal Podcast. Here are your hosts, Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. John Astronomy here. Welcome to Talking Metal. Here is Mark Striegel, the host. <laughs> One of two hosts. Thanks, John. Hey, guys. Welcome to TalkingMetal.com, the podcast. We got an email here from Joey Smith. Joey, what's up, man? Thanks for writing us. Here's your email. My name is Joe, and I'm 16. I live in East... Lansing, Michigan. I love the podcast. I've been listening for four months and I'm nearly caught up. I have two questions. In episode 143, The Haunted and Scar Cemetery, John was talking about a restaurant he was in earlier in the day but didn't say what the restaurant was. He said he would tell us why later in the podcast, but he never did. I know this isn't important, but I would like to know uh, I've got an excessive compulsive thing working for me on this. Also, in the episode, you mentioned the Naked Cowboy, and the next day after listening to it, which is like two hours ago, I saw something on MSN about him. I watched the video, and apparently he's trying to sue the M&M company because they dressed a blue M&M up like him on a billboard. I just thought that was kind of weird. Anyways, back to metal. 
I just listened to Judas Priest's new album, and it totally rocks. I read the review you posted on your site, and I had to get it. One of my favorite bands is Korn. I think it would be awesome if you got Monkey on the podcast and asked him about his new project that he's singing on. Although I'm not sure how metal it is because the MySpace page doesn't have any songs on it. I'm the only one in my family that enjoys metal, which really sucks. The podcast has turned me on to a bunch of stuff I'd never heard before, like In This Moment and Children of Bodom. This pretty much sums it up. See ya. Hey, man, thanks for your email. Yeah, we've had uh, guys from Corn on the podcast. We had Fildy, and by the way, I spoke to Monkey slightly before you got to the Aussie concert in December. Oh, cool. Here's another one from Jeff. Hey, guys, first of all, I'm a big fan of the show. You guys are my saving grace at my boring job where I sit at my job all day and stare at computer screens. I wanted to let you know that as a show of support, I registered my band's domain name, bloodvenom.com at godaddy.com. I use the Metal O2 code when checking out to let them know where I got it from. I want to keep you guys on the air. All I want to do is go home from work every day and play guitar all night because I listen to you guys talking about metal all day. I'm a member of the Talking Metal Forums. Baptized in Blood is my name. Anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know, keep up the show. P.S. I love the jams. You guys are living every metalhead's dream by jamming with some of these guys. If you ever make it to Canada, please let me know. I'd love to take you out to some metal bars and have a few brews and talk a little metal. Keep it up. Jeff Hampill. Jeff, thanks so much, man. And uh, we'll see you on the forums, definitely. And let us know about Blood Venom. If you use the link we and you can forward us the email, we will play your band's... Uh, music on the podcast and by the way guys this offer is over uh, we're not we're no longer doing that but back in uh, may and june if you did use the links we will feature your band on the show and there are a bunch of bands we will be getting to you guys over the next uh, few months there is a massive cruise ship pulling out do you see that thing over there these cruise ships are insane they are like 30 houses together it's insane anyways alex grassi on today's podcast let's get into the interview we conducted with Alex uh, about a month ago or more than a month ago on TalkingMetalLive.com. Jeff, thanks for the email. Look forward to hearing your band. Mark and I are going to watch a cruise ship, and we're going to hear some Alex Grassi. Rock on. We'll have the links for Alex's website and all that stuff up in today's show notes. Use those links to open up your iTunes and support Alex and support what we're doing here. Thanks, guys. We've got Alex Grassi coming on Talking Metal Live. Alex, are you there? Hello, Alex. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Hey, how you doing, bro? Welcome to Talking Metal. We've got Mark here and... John, astronomy, and we've got Bud Friendly. Alex, thank you so much for calling in, man. I've been following your career for a long time. I just and... heard Frank Stallone on hold, and i got to say, are you, are you taking my idea? That's my boy. <laughs> what's, what's uh, no, idea? we like Frank Stallone. I'll tell you, I actually met him at an Aussie show that that we went to up at Mohegan Sun Casino in your home state of Connecticut. I'm in Connecticut right now. Am I, am I talking to John? Yeah, this is John. By the way, John, I have to say, I have to congratulate you, one, on your Ace Freely get-up. Oh, thank you, man. I totally appreciate it. I don't know what countdown it was. One of those VH1 top 100 right. worst or least <laughs> metal moments or best. Metal moments, whatever. Anyways, congr- that was rad. You rock. Alex, I can't believe it, man, that you, A, watched that, and B, were into it, and I thank well, you I very mean, much. How can I not watch it? I mean, what, what, 
do I look like I have a day job? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very, very much, man. Yeah, I'll tell you, that is something that uh, I came up with, believe it or not, in 1996. I, I thought of it uh, when I was working uh, for VH1 and uh, drew a picture of it and put the costume together. And awesome. It awesome, performed. my friend. Awesome. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it, especially from somebody who I've been well, following you know, your it's career. East Coast. Thing. Okay, okay. I want to. I'm going to. I'm going to say two words: Richie Scarlet. Richie yeah, Scarlet is absolutely. unbelievable. We, we, Mark and I actually jammed the Ramones tune with Marky and Richie, and I've been a fan of uh, you know Fraley's Comet and and Ace and all his guys for a long time, man. Awesome. You know what? It's 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 good to talk to East Coast boys. Excellent work. Really yeah. cool, man. Thanks. Congratulations to you on the School of Rock. Yes, yeah, that it, it's working out uh, bigger than I thought it would be. Um, it, it it's coming along great. Um, I mean, right now the summer is sort of like you know, when when kids aren't in school, they don't go to school, you know, at all, <laughs> obviously. So they. Um, you know, they come here and take guitar lessons and drum lessons, and I've got a great staff, and everything's working out great. It's been really, really good. So um, is it like a day thing that they go to for the whole day, or is it just like individual no, like it, lessons? It, it's basically a glorified music store, but you get to plug into a Marshall stack, get behind two drum kits, and I have, a, I have one room set up in the school where... Um, you can, you know, plug in your iPod and with the drum kit. I got a Ludwig kit, courtesy of Frankie Benelli. Oh, um, sweet. Frankie. Um, where you can, you know, plug in your iPod and play Back in Black along with the CD or the iPod, you know, whatever. And, you know, at full volume. So it's like drum karaoke. It's killer. Now, you had uh, Dizzy Reed and uh, was it Jizzy Pearl? Yeah, at well, the well, opening we did, day, we, we did a tour, Dizzy Jizzy, which was Hookers and Blow, the band that we that me and Dizzy have been doing for almost five years now, and uh, we added Love Hate to the Bill, and you know did a bus tour, and we had them open the school for us. Yeah, out of control, cool. man. Well, I mean, what a cool thing for kids to come to it, and then. You have like you know, I, I like you said it's like a multi-platform group of artists who can actually give them advice. And you know, when we were young, there was nothing like that. We couldn't mm. go to and meet real rock stars who were going to tell us about the exactly. business. Exactly, dude. When I was a kid, I had I I'll never forget. I had to sell candy bars for Little League. Yeah, I did that two, too. <laughs> to get two hundred bucks to buy my first electric guitar, right? Yep. Now it's like these kids come in, they got less balls, you know. Amazing. You know, so I'm like, you know, okay, and, and then there's Guitar Hero, which is when I have a, when I have an eight-year-old student asking me to show him how to play Last in Line by Dio, something's going right. Yeah, yeah I am so okay. glad so, that so a lot, a that lot of people say, you know, a lot of people have asked me, like, you know, do you get do you get mad when you know about Guitar Hero because you know it's just cheapening what you do? It's like, um, dude, do you get mad when um, John Madden football? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah, it's play the same thing. It's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. You're never gonna play guitar. I'm never gonna play football. Either way, we win. Right. It, totally. It's living the fantasy, living the dream. You know. Now you and, meant. 
Go ahead. Getting kids in, interested in music they otherwise would not be into at all, which is really cool to me. Absolutely. Now, Alex, you mentioned uh, Frank Stallone earlier. We were just joking around playing some of his music, but Dizzy Reed is actually a big Frank Stallone fan. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. Actually, the the way that came about <laughs> is we were at my mom's house, which is actually where I am now, and my mom uses Far From Over, which is a song you were playing. Right. Um, we she uses that for her dance recital like like once every five years because it's a dance school as well. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, Dizzy heard it and he's like, "Dude, we got we we gotta we gotta have that as our intro music." So I downloaded it, put it on my iPod, and um, actually our our old drummer, um, Troy. You you know Troy from White Lion. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah, Troy, right. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. He um he he put it on there, and uh, we we it ended up becoming like our anthem, Far From Over, because it's so cheesy, but so you know climactic, and like it's like you know you just want to run to those the top of those 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 stairs in Philadelphia, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the Rockies, like Rocky. You know? Do you guys remember an old SNL skit with Harry Shear where they were doing the synchronized swimming and they had that song going? I don't remember. Yes, I do actually, <laughs> yeah. yes. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> I remember a skit that, uh, unless you were like a Kiss fan in the early 70s and you were up late when you were a kid, you know, I'm talking about all of us, you probably wouldn't know this, but there was a skit where the whole point was John Belushi was a security guard it backstage with the guest list to a Kiss concert. Do you guys remember that? I, I, Vaguely, do, yeah. I do not, but I would love to see it. Yeah, it was really cool. And then the the whole the the punchline was that the one guy who had the list they wouldn't let him in because his name wasn't on the list. And you heard like Rock and Roll Night playing, and it was it was a pretty cool skit. Now, Alex, I want to just let everybody who's listening know a little bit about your history. You've played with Quiet Riot. You've played with Bang Tango, Beautiful Creatures, lots of different bands, and I mean. I mean, can just congratulations on uh, you know making the dream come true, man. You played over three thousand gigs around the world. Yes, that's true. Thank you. And, and thank you for the congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Cool, man. And now, most recently, you've been doing the hookers and blow stuff. And what what's great is that you guys, you know, don't really have a set list, but you're not just up there messing around. You guys, you know, really know the tunes. And tell us a little bit about that band. Well, hookers and blow in a way, is like that uncle you don't want to show up to Thanksgiving, but does. <laughs> yeah. Okay? That's oh, yeah. the best way I can put it. Okay? Hookers and Blow is, I mean, collectively, we're, you never know what you're going to get. Individually, you've got Dizzy Reed, probably one of the most beautiful human beings and most talented people I've ever met in my life. And not to mention one of the only, if not the only, rock and roll keyboard player. Okay? Right. You've For got, sure. On drums, we've had Troy Patrick Farrell, who's a, who's been, you know, a great drummer, great guy. We've had, you know, Dave Marino from Puddle of Mud and Bruce Dickinson. We've had gee, Chuck, I, I can't Wright. Even t- Chuck Wright on bass, who's been in <laughs> more bands than... Jeez, 
I, I, I don't even. I mean, I'll make him sound old if I start talking about the bands he's been in. Right, I remember even House of Lords. I mean, House I remember Lords, when that came out. Fire, Riot, Ted Nugent, Alice Cooper. Yeah, he's, he, 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 he's. It's funny because Chuck adds credibility to us. I mean, me and Dizzy started this band. I mean, I'll give you the long and the short of it. Four, we're kind of on our five-year anniversary. Four years ago, four and a half years ago, I walked up to Dizzy at the Cat Club in Hollywood, and I said, um, hey, dude, I got some shows back east, you know, Dizzy Reed Band, you know, to some covers, you know, some Stones, some Zeppelin, some Aerosmith. He's like, yeah, man, but, 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 yeah, man, yeah, but, 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 we got to call it hookers and blow. <laughs> I go, Great done. Done, right. Wow. And it's just been downhill and uphill since then. <laughs> well, we, I, we're going to come to your next gig that's, you know, in any coast that we can get to for sure. Oh, yo, I, 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 you don't know. You're not going to come. You're going to play. Oh, I want to play. Let's fun, do it. Yeah. No, you are. I'll no, play no, any no, instrument no, you want. No, I, you're doing the whole set. That's the thing. Okay, I'll do okay, it. Okay, you guys just had Bumblefoot on, right? Right, right. Bumblefoot shows up, right, <laughs> to one of our shows. Uh, we were in at at the uh, what's it called in Long Island? Crazy Donkey. Right. right. Farmingdale, okay. right? Farmingdale, yes. Farm, yeah. And Bumblefoot, I, I hand him my guitar, and I'm like, yeah, I just play a few songs. I just leave. I just walk outside. Wow. <laughs> That's the, I mean, and and then I got back on stage and I did his guitar and we were switching back and forth. It was great. Well, I'd be honored to get on stage with Hookers and Blow, for sure. You, Absolutely. You, It'd be a lot of fun. Dude, you are totally in. Okay, cool, man. I'm, I'll come wherever you guys are playing, man. Let us know. We'll be there. I'll go don't on the even, tour with you guys. Don't even bring a guitar. I'll give you mine. Okay. Now, Alex, you're going to be doing Rocklahoma again this year, but with a different band. Last year yes. was Quiet Riot, right? Yes, it and, was Quiet Riot. And, and this uh, year, Joe Town, right? Joe Town, yeah. Joe Town invited me to do, this, do the show, and... Um, you know, if I can make it, I'll be there. We'll see. They're going to be there either way. Cool. Now, what are some of your memories of last year's Rocklahoma playing um, with, with the late Kevin Dubrow? Um, you know, i got to be honest with you. It, it, the, Rocklahoma, to me, was just one more, one more show in a long line of shows with Quiet Riot that were great. Because, I, I mean, me being 31 years old, Getting to play with Kevin and Frankie and Kevin, God rest his soul, like my best friend. I, I mean, I miss him every day. Yeah. And 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 playing that show with those guys and seeing the influence the Quiet Riot had on not just you know that particular show, but the genre of music in general. I mean, if you if I mean if you really want to dig. They were the first band to really break the door open. They were. It's interesting, and I agree with with what you're saying 100%, but I would even go further and say that they influenced bands outside of the genre. Um, Even the band Weezer has a new record out, and in it, in one of the songs, he sings about how he he loved Quiet Riot. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, Quiet Riot, I mean... I mean, you go back to when, when I joined the band. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm humbled at the fact that Kevin Dubrow would even. May I swear? Sure, go for it, dude. Dude, the fact.
fact that fucking Kevin Dubrow would compare me to Randy Rhodes. I read that quote. Wow. Okay, quote. It, it made me like, whoa, dude, fuck. This is like, this is heavy, you know? Um, but yeah, they, it's, it's quiet, right? It, it, I mean, I mean, Kevin and Frankie are leg- legendary. And I mean, to have, to be able to play with one of the best rock vocalists or heavy metal vocalists, whatever you want to call them, or vocalists in general. And in my opinion, I mean, Frankie has taught me more about music than I could even, I mean, we have to do a four-hour interview if you want to hear about that. Right. I but, love great Frankie, drummer, man. Great I, drummer. You know what I also like? His stuff that he did with, with Wasp. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd, I've, I've been listening to the Crimson Idols, and <laughs> you want to hear drumming? Yeah, I'm I believe- mean, Frankie, I mean, to turn around and see, I mean, I got to be honest with you, I was a little freaked out to turn around and see Chuck Wright playing bass, Frankie Vidali on drums, and that straight mic stand almost hit me in the face. Right. That's it's these amazing, shows. man. Yeah, I mean, for me, a kid, you know, who grew up listening, worshiping these guys, and now all of a sudden I'm in a band with them. Yeah, it's out of control. Good for you, man. I mean, it just shows that you did something right, and you're continuing to do it. Well, you know, it's 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 not about doing something right. It's about doing something to the best of your ability. It's like right. I know my flaws. I know I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. But I can tell you one thing. Like, uh, like back to the Rockahoma question. Um, yeah, it's going to be different this year. You know, it's I really miss I really miss Kevin and uh, yeah, it's I I hope it just doesn't bring back too many of the the memories. No, no, you know what? It, it'll bring back positive memories because I'm playing. Right. It's you're when, doing what you it's love. When you're sitting around doing nothing, is when it gets bad. You know. Right. Now, are you back and forth between both coasts now? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm tri-coastal. Actually, I have friends in Florida. I work down there. Um, I have a school in Connecticut, and yeah, I live in. Actually, I'm living out in Calabasas now. Wow. Yeah. We we had a blast. Mark and I went out there to do the Talking Metal Unfused stuff for season one, and we just had a blast. I've been to L.A. like a number of times, but I have to say that the last time I went, and there was like a, a the whole metal theme, and I was at the hanging at the Rainbow, and all this stuff was definitely the best time that I was out there. Oh, it's, it, it, I mean, it's it's good in doses. Yeah, right, right. You know, I mean, I, I used to live on Gardner right off Sunset, and it is, it can get to you. Right. Sure. You know, the the, the demons come crawling in, if you will. Right. Totally. You know? It's probably so. fun for a while, but then it just gets to where you want to get out of town. You want to go home, yeah. That's right. why Connecticut's good for me, you know. That's cool. Now, Alex, tell us about your work with Beautiful Creatures. How did you get involved with that? Um, Beautiful Creatures, I was, in a, well, I was in a band called Ignite, and I still play on their records. Um, but they're, they're an Orange County-based band. I moved from there to Hollywood, and I walked into the cat club one night, and Joe Lestay, Bang Tango singer, Flash, beautiful creature singer was doing a thing called the Vagabond. I and remember that. I got up and played, 
And he's like, hey, you want a job? I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. And, I mean, like, literally, a week later, I was on a tour bus in London. Wow. Jeez. Playing Faster Pussycat. And, well, no, actually, no. I was just in Bang Tango at that point. And, and then DJ had left the band. Uh, DJ Ashba had left the band. And we decided that I was the guitarist for Creatures as well. Oh, and cool. I wrote and recorded our second album called Deuce. Deuce, which, which right. my favorite song in the whole world is Kisses Deuce. So, And I know well, that's... You, well, that's... You know what's funny? I wanted the album named Deuce because for two reasons. One, I'm a fucking huge Kiss fan. Two, Deuce means two. Two, right. The second album, right, which is perfect then. And I, I like but, the fact but, that you but, got both... But, but at the same time, it gives critics an open door to say number two which means shit. Oh, right, right. <laughs> which, believe me, we've got shit, shit sandwich. sandwich, right? Yeah. When they print, they can't print they, that. They can't print that. They, they can't, can't print, print that. Can't. Now, when you guys were doing the Bad Boys of Metal tour, you were actually on stage for over three hours playing with Quiet Riot, doing Warrant songs. No, it, it was not Quiet Riot. It was just Kevin Dubrow. Oh, it was just Kevin Dubrow. Okay. Yeah. But you were doing quiet, some Quiet Riot stuff with him. Yep. You were doing Warrant I, songs I, I, with I, Janie I, Lane. I did a healthy hour of Kevin Dubrow, Janie Lane, each. And then some and, gun and stuff, I, right, with Steven. And the guns with Steven, which which personally from, for me was, like, really cool because Appetite for Destruction was my first record. And oh, how, amazing. How is Steven's playing the, these days? Um, um... I'm going to be blatantly honest with you. His playing's great when it comes to the appetite stuff, but you throw a curveball at him, meaning like back in black or highway to hell. Right. Yeah, he doesn't know what fucking up and down. Hmm. Wow. It's interesting. I, I mean, I love Steven. I, I, I adore him. I adore him. I mean, he's got a swing. Um, those apps, I mean, he speeds up and slows down in the same spots. Yeah. Right, right, which is cool. I mean, like, he's got his own style, you know, of yeah, doing it. Yeah, totally, he totally has his own style. He's totally, he's totally, he's very unique in that sense. But I do not see him playing a strange Right, no right, right. Anytime soon, if you get my drift. Correct. Totally. Hey, you know what? I wanted to, to ask you. I think I want one of your guitars. I mean, I'm just kidding. I don't want to take it from you, but that Silver Sparkle uh, PRS on your website is killer, man. Oh, thank you very much. That's called Rainbow Flake. Oh, wow. Now, is, it, that it, is not the signature model, though. No, the signature model is the pink glitter. Oh, okay. Which cool. I'm actually, I actually, I was playing today. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a combination of rainbow flake with a pink background. Um, it's designed to throw it on stage. So like, if, if if a light hits it, it'll throw the light right back to it. It's got ground up glass in the finish. The, those flake finishes are amazing, and I, I've seen like a, a bunch of different kinds. And s sometimes even when the flakes are large and they're they're not even piled on as thick, I think they look great. I mean, I'd love to see your guitars up close. Well, you know what? This one is they did it right. Like 
I'll, the way it came about was that at the NAMM show two years ago, which the funny story is, I had Paul Reed Smith come out and jam with us at our sh- at cool. Paul wow. Reed Smith show. Man, you know we're we're all drinking Jack Daniels and playing ACDC, and Paul Reed Smith comes out with this, like five trillion dollar guitar uh, and like I, a match, like like a stack of matchless amps and all these like you know real high end, and we're playing Highway to Hell, and I just let him solo and hey, you know it was killer. <laughs> He's but, from uh, Baltimore, right? What's that? Isn't he from like near Baltimore? Yeah, no, yeah, they're in Stevensville, Maryland. Oh, okay, okay. Right. yeah, I'm actually going down there for a clinic. Cool, man. Um, or something of the ilk. I gotta talk to my guy down there. They, they've been great to me. I've been with them for eleven years. They're so good. Now you mentioned Ignite earlier, but uh, you you still play on their albums, right? And there is a new record coming out. Yeah, I I, I played on the last record, uh, Our Darkest Days. I played a, a lead guitar. Uh, know Your History, and I'm going to do the new record as well. They want me back in the band, but i got to cut my hair. Oh, yeah? <sighs> I don't know, man. What do you think? I say, as Ace Frilly says in the song, In Your Face, I'll Never Cut My Hair. <laughs> I say, uh, see how much they're willing to pay. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Mark's oh, no, right. No, Take no. the money. Yeah, no, yeah, well, we've talked about the the, the the money's not the issue. It's like I've done I've done it before. I cut my hair when I was on tour with them before, and it's just like they it'll always grow back. It's funny, they still know the fans still know that you're you're a rocker, you know. Oh, totally. You can't <laughs> hide. You can't hide. So, Alex, where's the best place for talking metal fans to check you out online? Okay, uh, well, the, there's two. One would be myspace.com slash Alex Grossi A-L-E-X G-R-O-S-S-I Okay. Or alexgrossi.com Cool, man. We will link those through the show notes of the podcast version of this interview. Yes, I'm looking forward to getting a copy of that. Absolutely, Absolutely. man. We'll make sure you get everything. And Alex, we, we're going to head out of the studio here in a couple of minutes, but we wanted to thank you very, very much for thank taking you. the time out to come on, man. And I'm going to take you up on that offer. I'm coming to the gigs, and let's jam, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't even bring guitar. Just get up on stage. Say, dude. I'm okay. talking metal. I'll, I'll hand it over. Thanks, man. Awesome. I want to jam with you, too, so we need we need at least you know two what? guitars I'll, I'll there. S- I'll send you a set list, and guess what? We won't play one song off it. Okay. <laughs> I'll learn them just in case, but just in case, I'll learn those tunes. All right. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, well, Alex. You have a great night, Mark Alex. John, thank you so much. Before thank you, you Before you go, we'd love to get an ID from you just saying, you know, your name and that, that you're listening to Talking Metal. You got it. Whenever you're Stay ready. Away. Go ahead. Hi, this is Alex Grossi, and you're listening to Talking Metal, biatch. Awesome. Awesome, Thanks, Alex. You have a great night. All right, take it easy, guys. Take care, man.